At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, we are making meeting this new rookie class. We've also got the return of some fan quesos. All that and more on this edition of Ram Showcase. Welcome to Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. What is going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I am your host, Joe Branham, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags. Laying down the law for you guys tonight. We've got a pretty cool show for you guys. We're meeting this rookie class. What else would we be doing? we got to meet this rookie class, right? And then uh, also, I mean, a little bit of news to go into. Nothing too wild, though, as far as news goes. Nothing too nuts. Uh, but we'll talk about some of that stuff. And also, I mean, I had to do it. I had to bring back the fan quesos just a little bit. It's nothing too crazy, but we got we do have some fan quesos for you guys. Just a couple. We didn't get too big of a response. I think everybody's still quarantining. Quarantined up. Uh, my, I myself, I'm, I'm working on my... Uh, I don't want to say it's my quarantine beard because my beard doesn't come in very good. Uh, but this is what self-neglect looks like, everybody. I got the the hair going, too. I haven't cut my hair since I've not been working. But, uh, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. Hopefully I can go back to work soon. And I hope uh, everybody else out there, I hope you guys are doing fine. I hope everybody is safe and healthy. But uh, right now, we got we to gotta talk some Rams football. So, uh, like I said, we do have the return of some pancakes. We'll get into those at the very end of the show. No Joe Stradamus for you guys tonight. Uh, I think that that's... I don't want to say that that's obvious, but what am I supposed to predict, all right? The the corona? Am I supposed to predict some, some rona future here? Because I don't know how to do that. I don't know uh, what I would do. I don't know what I... Because I can't make a prediction. I guess I could say that I, I'm, I'm hopeful that football begins on time. That is the best that I can do for you guys right now. Uh, I That's all I know. That's... I know that the the NFL is working on a contingency plan if the season is not able to begin at a normal time. Uh, right now, it's kind of looking like if we cannot start at a normal time, then we would be looking at about mid-October is one thing that I'm hearing. And no bye weeks, cut out the Pro Bowl, all that stuff, and just play straight through. Uh, it'd be kind of interesting. It's it's a little bit weird that this is all happening uh, the year before we add a game to the, to the season. So I wonder if we could get like a shortened season and kind of sell that to the players as well. We are doing this because uh, we're going to have more games in the future. So maybe we can have a light year. Uh, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we'll see, we'll see what happens. I don't, I'm, I can't predict the future. I'm also not like a scientist or a person who studies viruses or any of that stuff. I'm just a guy who happens to really like the Rams and got some equipment to talk about it to you guys with. So that's, that's the best I got. And, um, you know, if I can help in any way, let, let me know, but I'm not sure how I would help. I can't even help myself. So, uh, yeah, let's get into some news. Uh, quarterback Jared Goff and right tackle Rob Havenstein have restructured their contracts. Goff opened up about $7 million and Havenstein just about $1.5 million. Uh, Goff's move is really, what happened there was it allowed the Rams to officially sign linebacker Leonard Floyd and defensive tackle Ashawn Robinson. So that's basically what that money went to. Uh, so nothing too wild there. I know uh, a lot of fans were kind of talking about how uh, how this, how, how Goff restructured, you know, cause he was pretty open about that in, uh, what was it? Some kind of interview. He, he did mention that, yeah, he was open to, to a restructure. If that's what it, if that's what the team needed, then of course he'd be open to it. And, uh, that is what happened, but it was really for those moves, uh, right now. So spot track has the Rams sitting right now at negative $16 million in cap space. But I want to let you guys know as well that, uh, rest assured, uh, that they're, the team's going to get under the cap. It's going to be fine. Uh, the team absolutely, by the time they need to be, will be under the cap. So there's really no reason to worry about that. Uh, there's always a way to get under the cap. You can always kind of wiggle around some money and 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 make it work. So 
Uh, it's going to be fine. That's uh, my biggest point on that. Uh, the Rams are going to eat some money for the next few years, but hopefully they have learned from their mistakes, and hopefully they're not going to overpay players too early. I understand you're going to pay some players early, and I understand some players are going to be overpaid. How about we stop doing both of those at the same time, though? Uh, because that would be that'd be kind of nice, you know, just kind of uh, just 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 pay for who we need to. It, and it sucks, too, because, you know, we drafted a, a rookie running back. And my my immediate thought was like, all right, let's just keep him for four years and then let him go. Don't even try. Don't even mess with it. Just let him go for the four years. And that seems to kind of almost be a trend that uh, some teams are going to be following here is just just let them play out their rookie deals and then and then move on because it's it's kind of interesting uh, I'm not sure how many running backs in the NFL these days are going to last more than like three or four years that seems to be kind of the trend uh, you look at a guy like Saquon Barkley uh, the, the way that he's built I think that he's going to be a pretty durable person and, and be able to to last a, a long time and then and then you have the just the the physical freaks you know the Christian McCaffreys of the world that I think that they're going to be okay too, but you know, we we also thought Todd Gurley was going to be fine, uh, even post injury, you know, rookie season, second year, third year. We thought he was going to be fine. We thought that he was going to be like a long term answer, and then uh, we kind of Stephen Jacksoned him in 2018. And what I mean by that is we kind of just ran him into the ground. He was a big part of our offense, and we were not shy about that. It was no secret that Gurley was uh, where where the offense, where the Rams' 2018 offense began, and unfortunately he wasn't able to uh to hold that uh hold that on for too long so that's kind of a bummer uh, but you know we'll see we'll see what happens with with cam uh, we'll talk about cam here in a little bit but we're going to talk about all of the drafted rookies i'm not going to go i have a list of the the undrafted rookies but we're not going to go super deep into those guys right now uh there's a couple of names that kind of mildly jumped out to me uh, not really uh overall that was the the undrafted signings were kind of like, eh, okay. Uh, they came in fast. Uh, I did actually, I was posting, uh, the first one that I saw was one of the quarterbacks, and I posted on it on the Ram Showcase Facebook page, and then I saw 19 more immediately. And I was driving around and stuff. I just didn't didn't get a chance to post it. So I did want to at least uh, pass along that information to you guys here if you guys had not already heard about it. So uh, next up in the news, reports say that the Rams were in on a potential trade for Trent Williams. Uh, they were they were uh, scheduled to move him, or they were planning on moving him to guard. However, which would have been interesting. Uh, Note boom would have been, I guess, uh, the the one slid out of that role. Uh, Corbett and Note boom were the ones that handled left guard last year, with Austin Blythe and David Edwards handling the right guard position at different times last year. So that would have been a interesting move. But I also I'm glad this didn't happen. Um, I'm not stoked that Trent Williams went to the 49ers. You know, it's cool that they lose Joe Staley, but replace him with Trent Williams, that doesn't help the Rams at all. But I'm okay with this move not happening because I feel like this kind of move, if the Rams would have done this, it would have been one of those feelings of like, guys, didn't we just go through this? Didn't we just bring in a bunch of guys and overpay them? And then who's here now? You know what I mean? Like, we don't have Corey Littleton anymore. Of course, he was homegrown talent, but Dante Fowler's gone, uh, and Dominican Sue's gone. Now Brandon Cooks is gone, Todd Gurley's gone. So, I feel like we're not necessarily learning our lesson uh, based on the fact that the Rams were even in on Trent Williams. The fact that they were even in those conversations, it, it shows that we're not necessarily learning that lesson. But, hey, it didn't happen. And I don't care who Trent Williams is. You're not blocking Aaron Donald, okay, who happens to be a Pitt graduation now, graduated with a degree in communications. I think that happened today. Was that today or was it, uh, was it yesterday? I don't know who I'm asking. There's nobody else here. I'm alone. Uh, forever. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm okay with this not happening. That's what I was talking about uh, with the Trent Williams thing. Uh, we have taken the free agency path before, and it did it did get us to the Super Bowl. I'll give you that. I granted that uh, that's that is absolutely information that is real. Uh, the Rams went heavy in free agency. They went big. They won the off season and went to the Super Bowl. It didn't go further than that, unfortunately. Only the three points in the Super Bowl, which kind of bums me out. But hey, you know what? It's um, it's it's okay to me that this did not happen. That's that's my main point with all of this is that Trent Williams not being an LA Ram is totally fine with me. I actually, uh, this is not even in my notes. I'm going to talk about it anyway, though. The the Rams' offensive line, uh, the the Rams didn't hit offensive line in 
in the draft. And I know there's an article out about uh, Les Snead apparently talking about why the Rams did not go after wide or uh, the offensive line in the draft. And I didn't read this article, but I'm going to give you guys my opinion anyway. And that opinion is the, the Rams offensive line is not nearly as bad as most of us are thinking that it is. Uh, I think that if you look at Andrew Whitworth, uh, Austin Corbett, Joseph Nopum, Brian Allen, uh, Austin Blythe, David Edwards, Rob Havenstein, Bobby Evans, I think that those are all potential starters. And that's obviously more than five dudes. So I think we're going to be okay, honestly. Uh, oh, I actually did have this in my notes. Look at that. I'm bouncing around. I didn't even, I, I, I apparently forgot what I, what I wrote down. Uh, but yeah, I don't think that the offensive line is nearly as bad as people think. Uh, that I do like bringing in Ankrum. I think that he's actually kind of an underrated player, and especially with where the Rams got him, I think that he can potentially make an impact. Uh, I don't see him playing this year, though, because of the names that I just mentioned. I think we have those, you know, eight guys who can be starters. Uh, I, if I had to guess it, what I think that the the starting line will be, I would say from left to right, it's going to be uh, Wit, uh, Noteboom. Blythe, Edwards, and Evans. What closer to what it was at the end of the year? Obviously, Corbett instead, uh, or uh, no boom instead of Corbett. Excuse me. So I think that's really the only mix-up from what we had late season, where the Rams' offensive line was actually playing really well. They weren't having issues uh, as much as, as especially as much as people think. Jared, the least amount of sacks given up, but our offensive line is trash. I just don't get it. I don't understand. Uh, where this information is coming from. Yeah, I get it. Early in the offseason, or in the in the 2019 season, excuse me, uh, you know, Havenstein wasn't playing the best. Brian Allen wasn't playing the best. Austin Blythe is a better center than he is a guard, and he was playing at right guard. So, yeah, uh, from center to the right, I think we kind of didn't have the, the dopest offensive line early on, but an, an unfortunate situation. We hit some injuries, but fortunately those guys that came in were playing great you know no boom goes down we bring in corbett who was a 33rd overall pick just a couple years back and he he's in there playing awesome and then uh you know then brian allen goes down blythe scoots over to center where he's better at center than he is a guard and i think that the money we gave him i think kind of almost tells everybody that he's going to be uh the starter for uh at the center position and then Edwards coming in at, at, at right guard played well. Bobby Evans really impressed me. I really like Bobby Evans on the on the right side. So I'm not I'm not that worried. And I know some people were were saying that they're like, oh well what about when Witt retires? First of all, he just signed a three year deal. I don't think he plays out the whole three years, but I think between Note Boom, Evans, and Edwards, we can use one of those guys in that position. Uh, I don't think that Ankrum, uh, the the rookie, is is going to be uh, necessarily an NFL tackle. I don't think he has that that length, but especially with some of these defensive ends in the NFL now, holy moly, these guys are getting good. These edge rushers are getting insane, and their athleticism is off the charts. Their their defensive linemen are no longer like these chubby dudes who can't run. They are physical freaks that happen to be more massive than anybody else. So that's why they play in defensive line sometimes. So. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's how I feel about the offensive line, guys. Let's uh, let's just relax on it a little bit. I think it's going to be OK. Uh, next up in some news, Les Snead. He lost his Internet for about 30 minutes, about 10 picks before the Rams were up. Uh, they were at about 42. Uh, Rams picked at 52. Snead's Internet went down for about 30 minutes. Did come back in time, but that's about the only hiccup that I heard about of the entire draft, not just Rams related. Uh, the, the clock didn't need to stop at all. I will say. On this draft, I think that I think that the user experience or the viewer experience was way better in this draft than in previous years. Way better. We weren't falling behind on picks. You knew exactly who was on the clock, who they were taking, who's up next. They covered trades well. I mean, there weren't that many trades, but they covered trades well. They just kept moving. They kept flowing. The only complaint that I have is ESPN reaching for these stories uh, of of just like the worst things possible, the worst things ever. These the ESPN's reaching for those stories, and and I do understand guys like Jerry Judy. I think it was came out and said he's like I have no problem with that information coming out. I would though. All right, if if I was getting drafted, I'm not getting drafted anytime soon. Uh, but if if I were to get drafted and they started saying stuff about my past, I'd be like guys, like <laughs> relax on that. Like I don't, and and maybe it's maybe it's me. I know there are some people that feel this way, and and you're allowed to disagree with me. That's totally fine. But I also um what the what happens in these guys' personal life is not my business. Uh, I I don't know if everybody feels that way, but 
it's not any of my business what these guys do and especially what their families do. Um, that's kind of a, a little bit extreme. That was my only complaint about the draft, though, is that ESPN, I think they, some of those stories, it's like, guys, not appropriate. <laughs> like, that's not some information the world needs to know about. Like, just keep that. Just, just keep that to yourselves. Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, the LA Rams finally updated their app on Apple and on Android. You can go get the updated app. Uh, and this was frustrating me for sure. Being being person who does internet stuff, uh, I was getting, it was like you open the app, and you just see Tavon Austin, you know, and like, and then you look at like for backgrounds and there's like James Laurinaitis and Sam Bradford. <laughs> it's like sitting there like, who's running this? Nobody apparently, but uh, they have updated. It's all good now. Uh, new colors, new logos, new all all that stuff. Uh, which is it looks it looks pretty fresh. I'll be honest with you guys, it looks pretty nice. Uh, it looks like a, a new operating system, but it is uh, similar to some of the other teams' operating systems uh, as far as their apps go. Uh, it's I think it's just kind of like a template, and you just toss in your logos and news. That's about it. Pretty simple stuff. Um, before we talk about these rookies, uh, I wanted to to mention uh, I obviously. I'm I'm pretty active on social media. I think everybody, uh, most most of you guys kind of know that that I'm pretty active on social media. So more so my personal pages. I don't like to uh, I don't like to take the Ram Showcase pages and just blow you guys up for no reason. I like to uh, I like to take those posts and actually have something to say to you guys. I don't want to just post just to post, which I, I think a lot of places do. But that's that's for news. But I'm I'm pretty active, and it's cool to see the Rams official pages, you know, welcoming these rookies to, to LA and stuff. I think that's awesome. Uh, what I don't think is awesome is that just because a player you wanted is not who the Rams got does not mean you should take it out on these kids. Like Cam Akers gets drafted and everybody that wanted JK Dobbins is now pissed at Cam Akers. That seems a little bit ridiculous to me. Can't we just root for this kid? I want to, I just, if any of you guys, if any of you rookies are listening to me, I want to let you know right now, not all Rams fans are like that, okay? Some of us were just waiting to see who we were going to support. We weren't hoping for one specific guy. We were just waiting to see who came in and who is now our guy that we root for. Cam Akers, let's go, man. Yeah, I wanted Dobbins. That was that was the when the Rams were on the clock, I was sitting there like, come on, JK. Come on, I want Dobbins. It didn't happen, but let's go Cam. Let's, I, I don't see what the problem is. Why, like, why do we have to bash Cam because you wanted Dobbins? That just doesn't make any sense to me. So Cam, if you can hear me, any any of you guys, if you can hear me, not all of us are like that, all right? And we're hoping that you do awesome. We're excited to have you here in L.A. And uh, let's win some ball games. all right? Uh, let's talk about this, though. Let's um, First of all, let's get, let's get some tunes on. Let's get uh, something on here. We'll go a little quieter than that. We don't need to go obnoxious here. That's a... Uh, <laughs> I started start a little nuts. I didn't mean to scare you guys. If I did, it scared me. I don't know if it's loud for. I should, I need to change the settings because it's way louder in my head than it is to you guys. But let's uh let's go ahead and and look at these guys. Let me first make sure that I'm we got the right people up. So Cam Akers, Cam Akers is the first pick of this uh, this class for the Rams. 52 overall, running back out of Mississippi. He's the youngest current Ram. Officially, he will be 21 years old on June 22nd. So Cam, uh, I also I don't know about you guys. I hope Cam wears number 30. I am I'm all for it. I hope Cam Akers wears number 30. I think it's time to to wash our hands, wash our hands of the girly. All right, he's he's moved on. Clearly, he's moved on. He don't care about us at all. I'll tell you that much. And uh, I think. You know, going from number three to thirty is what uh, what Gurley did. Going from college to uh, to uh, the Rams, and I think we need to see Cam Akers do the same thing. Some information on Cam. Uh, I don't. I'm not going too crazy here, guys. I'm not going insane deep on these guys, but we'll talk about them for sure. So, uh, first of all, 52 overall, second team All ACC in 2019, 1,000. 144 rushing yards, 14 rushing touchdowns. He did play, Cam Akers did, played quarterback in high school. So maybe some trick plays. Sean, I'm looking at you, man. Let's cook it up. Let's cook up some trick plays. Reason to be excited about about Cam Akers. I'm going to do a reason to be excited and a reason to be cautious on all of these guys. I, I of course, went through and I, I watched not highlights. Highlights, of course. I mean, I could... 
I could put together my own highlights and make myself look amazing. But uh, I go I go back and watch a couple of games. Um, I try to look at some bad games, look at some good games. But we'll do a reason to be excited, a reason to be cautious on every single one of these guys. Reason to be excited for Cam Akers. He played behind a very poor offensive line in college and could benefit greatly from Sean McVay's zone running scheme, which is, of course, that's a trend. That's a topic that is being talked about. I'm not blowing any minds there. Uh, I'm not, like, digging deep into into the brain to uh, to come up with that analysis. That's pretty standard stuff. Uh, Cam Akers, his style seems to fit the zone running scheme, and he had a bad offensive line in college. So so hopefully that can change, and, uh, and McVay can get this guy rolling. Let's see here. Uh, reason to be cautious, ball security. Ball security is going to be a, a problem for this kid. Uh, hopefully he can he can kind of work on that when, when we can have practice, when we can't have contact. Uh, hopefully that's something that is being worked on a lot. And uh, he is pretty susceptible to the big hit, so hopefully some no, no injuries are happening. But, you know, um, we can't do much about that right now. Um, first, we need to be able to hit in order to see the big hits, so... Uh, that's it, Cam Akers. Uh, I'm excited. I think Cam will come in. I think he's. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of rookies play under Sean McVay. I think Cam is going to be one that uh, that that we see a decent amount in his rookie season. Going over to 57 overall, Cam or uh, not Cam Van Jefferson out of Tennessee, son of former NFL wide receiver, current coach with the New York Jets, Sean Jefferson. I do not remember watching Sean Jefferson play. I did get a text message from my dad saying that he remembers watching Sean Jefferson play. So the generation there happens where uh, my dad gets to watch Sean Jefferson play football and I get to watch Van Jefferson play football for the LA Rams. Uh, played all three wide receiver spots in college. And uh, we, hear, we hear a lot of good things about this kid, uh, to be completely honest. Reason to be excited? Competitiveness. He is mad competitive and exceptional route runner. Reason to be cautious. Overall, lack of production in, in college. Not not flashy stats. Uh, I've I've seen a lot of places kind of try to sell to sell a, a that, that he's got flashy stats. It's not. It's not flashy at all. Um, it's a. <laughs> it, there's just no flashy stats there. Uh, the production. I mean, he's solid, but overall, yeah. I mean, he didn't light anything up, and so that's kind of a. Not, I don't want to say a cause for concern, but. I think he's a very talented player, but we'll kind of see how, what translates. Uh, his comps, uh, he was he was being compared to Cooper Cup. That's bold. That's bold. Because I'm sitting here, I'm still saying that I think uh, we're going to look back on Cooper Cup and say that he was one of the best wide receivers the Rams ever had, if not the best. We'll see if that continues. 84 overall, linebacker Terrell Lewis out of Bama. He's from Washington, D.C. Second team All-ACC in 2019. 11 and a half tackles for loss, six sacks in 11 games, had just uh, three starts. Used to be Terrell Hall. That used to be his name. Terrell Lewis now. And uh, I tried to find out why he changed his name. Couldn't find it. Actually, the information that I did find was that it's unclear why he changed his name. So Terrell Hall, now Terrell Lewis, 84th overall pick. Reason to be excited. He had a pass rush, a first round pass rush grade. This guy is mad talented, and if he was healthy, he was looking at a first round selection. So 84 overall for a guy that has first round talent, not too bad. But reason to be cautious is just that history of injuries. And I don't. I, I'm sure a lot of you guys have watched a lot more football than I have, uh, simply because of my age. I was born in 1991, but. From what I've seen in my time covering the Rams and covering football is uh, when you get hurt in college, you, you tend to get hurt in the pros. I mean, that's that seems pretty standard. That seems uh, very regular. So uh, that's my concern. Uh, overall, though, I think Terrell Lewis, I think he could have a pretty strong impact. I, I would put him more of like a almost give him that red shirt year, kind of like the Rams did with Obanaya Okoronkwo who could be a starter this year. Uh, so I, I think that's kind of the role that we'll see him in. Maybe we won't see him a lot this first year, but maybe give him that, that kind of redshirt style, you know. That's what I, I, I'm kind of picking that for uh, for Lewis here. Another Terrell, Terrell Burgess out of California. From California, he played his football at Utah, but he is 
born in California, 14 game starter last year, honor honorable mention All Conference. So that's a, I mean that's that's better than not being mentioned at all, I guess. He was a cornerback converted to a safety, and many see Burgess as a nickel back. So that could be the reason that the Rams uh, went for Burgess is because NRC is now a Philadelphia Eagle. Nickel Roby Coleman, uh, the <laughs> the guy that helped us get to the Super Bowl. Thanks, man. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he's a Philadelphia Eagle, so the Rams were looking for a nickelback. A lot of people looking at David Long Jr. in that slot, but, hey, if a rookie can do it, why not? Reason to be excited about Burgess. He's, uh, mentally, he's NFL ready. He's, he's a very smart football player. Uh, he sees the field really well. Preparation and attitude are praised uh, by teammates, coaches, classmates. Uh, this attitude is praised a lot with this kid and his preparation. He's, uh, he seems NFL ready, mentally, absolutely. Uh, reason to be cautious, he's undersized and only has one season as a starter. So that could 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 bite could bite him, you know what I mean? But overall, I think uh, if if he can get get in the right position, I mean, that's, that's a big part of it, is just being in the right spot at the right time. Now the Rams' next pick after that, 136 overall, was tight end Bryson Hopkins. This was a surprising pick uh, to a lot of people. I was surprised by this pick. He's at a, uh, he was born in Tennessee, 16 starts in his college career. AP All-American, Big Ten tight end of the year last year, first team all-conference, so definitely a decorated tight end uh, in 2019. Reason to be excited, Rams coaches really seem to like this kid, and a lot of people are saying that Higby is his comp. That Tyler Higby and Bryson Hopkins, that's that's the combo there. This pick immediately, my very first thought, and I know a lot of people's first thought was, Everett's gone. We'll see what happens. We'll, of course, keep that uh, keep you guys up to date uh, if something does happen with Gerald Everett. But that was my very first thought when Bryson Hopkins got drafted, that the Rams are moving on from Gerald Everett. They don't want to pay him. Uh, this is going to be his, his uh, final year under that rookie deal, I believe. So uh, we're not going to keep him around is my guess. I, I can't confirm that for you guys right now, but uh, that would be my guess is that, is that we see Everett leave. But uh, Bryson Hopkins looking real good. Coach is really, really high on him, which is always a good sign. You want your coaches to be like looking at, at one of your players thinking like, this guy's, this guy's awesome. He's going to do some stuff. Uh, reason to be cautious, average hands. Uh, that's definitely struggles with drops and has a hard time creating separation in, uh, against man. So uh, those are coachable things. It's not something that's totally locked in, but you guys know how I feel about stone hands, man. Uh, I saw somebody, somebody say that he's just another Hemingway. I don't think that that's true. Hemingway had bricks for hands. This guy can at least catch decent, uh, but his hands are average. Uh, Hemingway had below average hands. Uh, dude should have been a different position, honestly. Should have been like a linebacker, but uh, man defense, he's just got to create that separation as well. Uh, so let's see here. Next up, 199, that famous Tom Brady slot. Safety Jordan Fuller was born in New Jersey. He was a two-year captain. Uh, over there at Ohio State. All Big Ten, New Jersey Gatorade Player of the Year in 2015 as a high schooler. Plenty of starts in college. This guy has no shortage of playing time when it comes to college. Reason to be excited about Fuller. He's tough and he's not afraid to hit. He's really strong against tight ends. So, I mean, you, you look at, the, at, at the, the Rams division. I mean, one of the biggest, best tight ends in, in the NFL is, is in the, the division with uh, George Kittle out in uh, San Fran, the Santa Clara Niners boasting the i would say he's so sick guys i hate it i hate to say i hate to compliment a 49ers player but george kittles that guy's a monster i would love him on the rams but a uh, reason to be cautious about jordan fuller would be he lacks instincts uh could could impact a little bit better on tackles he kind of lets the hitter or the uh, the tackle come to him and in the nfl i mean Good luck letting a guy like Derrick Henry or Saquon Barkley come to you and try to tackle him. You just got you got to put your head down, man, and you got to you got to attack on those tackles. So, Jordan Fuller, this is an interesting one. A lot of people saying that that Fuller is going to be just a backup, um, but we'll see. I'm not I'm not ready to put anybody in a box yet until I see him play in the NFL. That's why I'm giving you guys just the upsides and downsides. I'm not going to say if these guys are awesome. These guys are starters. These guys are t- trash. I'm not I'm not saying any of that stuff. Uh, we got to see these kids play first. Uh, speaking of playing and uh, potentially starting, 234 overall, the Rams selected linebacker Clay Johnston, who was born in Texas. He is the son of an NFL strength coach. 
Kent Johnston. Uh, he stacks stats when he's healthy. This guy, he's a stat machine when he is on the field. Smart kid, infectious excitement, honestly. He's like, he's already one of my favorite players, uh, simply based on on his his attitude, man. He's a, he's a fun, fun guy. I'm actually, I'm going to try to get him on the show. We'll see what happens. I haven't reached out yet, but we're going to try. I, w- I would like to talk to talk to Clay. Reason to be excited about Clay. Very smart kid. Tough linebacker. Not afraid to get into the action. Not afraid to get into the action at all. Somebody else is making the tackle. He'll come in and help. This kid's going to be is going to be fun to watch. I'm really excited about uh, to watch Johnston play. Reason to be cautious. Extensive injury history. Hurt almost every year. Uh, even going back to high school. Uh, definitely injury problems, but I am mean, part of that's his style. Part of that's his play style. Kid's kind of reckless with his body. He sacrifices the body, and uh, he actually mentioned one of the things he said was uh, that he'll he'll play he'll he'll play until his body breaks. So we're getting somewhere, but uh, yeah, Clay Johnston. I like this pick a lot. Uh, watching his interview, uh, watching him do his little FaceTime and stuff. <laughs> He's, he, he gets so excited. He forgot. He like forgets what the questions are and stuff. I love. I love seeing that. That's really cool stuff. So, uh, the next next pick was a little bit surprising. Two forty eight overall. The Rams went with kicker Sam Sloman. Out of uh, was born in Georgia. He got better every year in college, so that's something. Eighty six point seven percent kicking in his senior season. Four of five from plus fifty. Greg Zerline last year. Uh, I mentioned the eighty six point seven for for Sam uh, in college last year. Last year, Greg Zerline. The one that we're all super sad is gone. Seventy-two percent last year. Of course, four or five from uh, more than fifty last year for uh, for Sam, but was zero of five entering his senior season. So in his career, just four of ten from plus fifty. Reason to be excited. Good leg strength. Uh, has, has never had a block. Never been blocked. Uh, we can't even say that about Hecker anymore, which kind of bums me out. Uh, reason to be cautious. Six kickoffs went out of bounds in 2019. So, yes, this is a, an interesting pick. Uh, for 248 overall, I mean, it's not super high risk or anything, but I'm not totally convinced yet that this guy's going to make the squad over a guy like Harilahu, who the Rams signed earlier. So uh, we'll kind of see what happens there, but I'm not sure his consistency is necessarily on par enough uh, to get me excited about this draft pick. Um, but you know what? If he makes the squad, then let's go Sam, man. Let's go Sam. 250 overall, just two picks later, the Rams drafted their only offensive line of this class, which was guard uh, Tremaine Ancrum. Was born in Georgia, first team All-ACC, 30 starts over the last two seasons. Reason to be excited about Ancrum, great lateral movement, which is, I think, perfect for the zone-blocking scheme in McVay's offense. This is something that I mentioned already with Cam Akers. This guy fits that perfect, and... If the Rams didn't already have guys who I think can play guard, I would say that Ankrum could be a day one starter. So we'll see what happens with uh, with training camp and all that stuff, and we'll go into preseason. So maybe if there's some injuries or something, we'll get to see Ankrum play. Uh, I am excited to see him in preseason, but overall, I think that uh, I think that this guy could stick around for a little while. Right now, it's a depth pick, but uh, hopefully, in uh, in some time, we can see this guy play. But uh, Reason to uh, reason to be cautious. His size is not ideal for an NFL tackle. Kind of the shorter arms. Uh, some of those, some of those guys. I'm trying. You know, like you look at some edge rushers. Uh, even some of the guys that the Rams have had in just the, the past year. Or so Dante Fowler. Uh, even even guys like Khalil Mack. Obviously, these are really talented players. But um, they're just going to get into his chest. And once you're in the offensive lineman's chest, there's not a whole lot of blocking going on. So. Uh, that's my my issue here, and also the the fact that he would get moved to guard, but doesn't have experience at guard. He's only played tackle, so I think he's an underrated player. But we'll kind of have to see how he how he develops uh, going into uh, going into the season. So uh, that's I mean those are your drafted rookies. Nothing too nuts there. Um, those are our guys, and uh, you know what? Some of you guys are mad that we didn't sign certain guys uh, that you wanted specifically. Well, first of all, get over yourself. All right, we're we're not the pros here. We're not the people that uh, that get paid to uh, to do scout. I'm not a scout. 
I'm very open about that, that I'm not a scout. And how about we let these guys play before we either crown or condemn them? That's my biggest point. Uh, let's let's let these guys play. Let's And let's stop grading this draft because it just happened and these guys haven't played on an NFL field yet. Uh, we did do, I did, what was that? Uh, I think it was the, the day of the draft. We went back and uh, there was only a couple of us on the live, but uh, we did. We did some mild grading of some of the Rams draft class <laughs> of uh, the old ones. I, we started like 2010 uh, back when uh, the Rams drafted Bradford. I don't know. Spoiler alert. The grades weren't that great, uh, uh, especially pre-Sneed. There's apparently something crazy going on. I don't know if you guys can hear the sirens, but uh, we're going to try to drown those out. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're going to talk about the, the Rams undrafted grades. Yeah, there's bananas going on right now. I'm getting a lot of sirens and stuff, but um, I'm sure everything's fine. I'm sure everything's fine. Let's talk about these undrafted rookies, though. Uh, Rams brought in 20 of them, and they have they had the, the, the roster space for it. The Rams were sitting at, like, one of the smallest rosters for a little bit. Uh, quarterback Josh Love out of San Jose State. Wide receiver, uh... Isapoff Winston out of Washington State. I'm probably going to mess up at least three of these names, just so you guys know. Uh, wide receiver Ernest Edwards out of Maine. Defensive tackle Michael Hoked out of Brown. Wide receiver Brandon Polk out of James Madison. Defensive lineman Eric Banks out of UT San Antonio. Offensive lineman Cole uh, Cab- Cab- Cabrell? Uh, Cabrell out of Arizona State. I know I've ruined that one. I'm so sorry. I, I apologize that I, <laughs> especially if you can hear me, man. I, uh, I, I am sorry. But once I hear it the first time officially, then I'm good. If I hear you say it, I'll, I'll nail it. I promise. Uh, running back James Gilbert out of Kansas State. Uh, defensive back Juju Hughes out of Fresno State. Wide receiver Tristan Jackson out of Syracuse. Running back Xavier Jones out of SMU. Wide receiver JJ Koski out of Cal Poly. And two cornerbacks, we have uh, Dan Lake out of BYU and Tyreek McGee out of Georgia. Quarterback Bryce Perkins out of Virginia. Linebacker Greg Reeves out of Southern Florida. Defensive lineman Sam Reiner out of Minnesota. Linebacker Christian Roseboom from South Dakota. And just the two more. Corner Levante Taylor out of Florida State, or Levanta Taylor, sorry. And defensive lineman Jonah Williams out of Weber State. Those are your undrafted rookies. I'm not sure if I see more than like three of these guys making the roster. I, I think it's, I mean, it's obviously very possible. Troy Reader was an undrafted rookie and he played obviously quite a bit. So, uh, so we'll kind of see what happens there. But uh, those are your, those are your guys. Um, not a whole lot of names necessarily jump out to me. Eric Banks is a name that jumps out to me. And so is Josh Love. Uh, everybody else though, uh, Greg Reeves. That one jumps out a little bit. But I also, I mean, you guys know, I don't do a whole lot of draft, pre-draft prep. Um, I, I mean, part of that that is because I don't like to go and research 300 guys when the Rams are going to get like six of them. And then, you know, and I also, I'll be honest, there's some other Rams websites and podcasts that are just better at draft coverage than I, than I am. And I'll totally give them that credit. They are better at draft coverage than me. This is not my uh, my wheelhouse here. I think in season I'm stronger, but I, I got to give credit where credit's due. Some of these guys, I'm not naming names, obviously. This is Ram Showcase, and I'm Sheriff Joe Bags. I'm not going to throw out, a, <laughs> I'm not going to give credit, that much credit. I will give a little bit, though. Um, but yeah, I think in season I'm, I'm, I'm the spot to be, but I, do you guys agree? I, 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 I didn't confirm that. I, that's just my own opinions. <laughs> Let's take a look at some fan cases, guys. We'll keep this music going. We're almost done here. And uh, let's see here. This first one comes from Tyler. Out of the rookies, who do you project project as week one starters? I'm not sure we see any of these rookies uh, become day one starters. Uh, and that's simply because the Rams entered the draft without necessarily needing any starters. Of course, there were some positions that the Rams could have improved. But overall starters, I'm not sure that the Rams necessarily needed that. So running back Cam Akers... He absolutely has potential to be a day one starter, 100%, because uh, Daryl Henderson is a guy a lot of us like. I'm a big fan. I know a lot of uh, Rams fans are fans of Daryl Henderson. I think that going Cam Akers 52 overall, I think that shows a little bit of lack of trust, I guess, in uh, in Henderson. So we'll kind of see what happens there. But he's obviously one. I would say Van Jefferson is going to be included uh he's gonna play but i'm not sure he would start 
Uh, I don't think uh, Terrell Lewis starts. I don't think Terrell Burgess starts. I don't think Bryson Hopkins starts. Jordan Fuller, Clay Johnston, no. Uh, Sam Sloman, only if if the other if he wins the battle. And Tremaine Ingram, no. So I don't think that the Rams necessarily have any day one starters outside of Cam Akers uh, in this draft class. But at the same time, uh, we know under McVay, we have not necessarily gone. Uh, we we kind of redshirted ev- almost everybody. Uh, of course, you do have the couple guys that, that have played in their rookie seasons. Uh, last year, Rap played obviously. Uh, Cup played a lot in his rookie season, uh, but for the most part, it's kind of just not been a thing. So, so I, I think that that's pretty similar. And then, and again, you look at the positions. Cam Akers, they're running back. Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown are there. Van Jefferson is already going to be behind Woods, Cup, and uh, Reynolds. Uh, Terrell Lewis, I mean, I still think Leonard Floyd and Oboe, I would put Abu Kama ahead of him, so there's that. I, we definitely didn't need a safety uh, for Terrell Burgess, but of course if he does uh, switch to, to nickel, then he could be at that kind of starting position. Bryson Hopkins isn't going to start over Higby or Everett at this time. Jordan Fuller's not going to start over Rapper Johnson. Uh, Clay Johnston's not going to, I don't think Clay Johnson would start over Reader or uh, Kaiser. And then Tremaine Ingram at guard, I, I don't think that he would start over Corbett, Edwards, and Opum. So, so no, I don't think we necessarily had any starters uh, from that one. Thank you for your question, though, Tyler. This one comes from MJ. Uh, do you see Johnston making the team? Love his intensity, and I could see him as a leader on the field if he progresses enough. I like Johnston's attitude. I love his attitude. Um, unfortunately, it's more than that. Um, so we're going to need to see kind of what happens i guess but uh, i love his attitude if he can stay healthy then then i feel pretty pretty strong about about johnston um but do i see him making the team i i see him making the team linebacker was kind of thin we could have used some depth there so i think because of that i think that johnston makes the team let's see here uh, another one from mj we only got a couple here uh guys nothing too nuts uh, if you could go back and change one pick, which one, and who would you get instead? I was okay. First of all, when when we were on the clock at fifty two, I wanted Dobbins. Got Acres. I was okay with that one. That one was like okay. Well, I wanted Dobbins, but Acres is cool. At fifty seven, I wanted Mims. Got Jefferson. I was cool with that one, and that was about it. Like I wanted Mims, but I wouldn't say that I would change any of the picks, mainly because. Like, do you remember when the Rams drafted Noteboom and everybody lost their minds? And he turned out to be fine. And, like, everybody's like, Cooper Cup? What? Out of that small school? No. And John Johnson? Oh, I didn't didn't even hear about John Johnson pre-draft, so he's not very good. That's not true. He's one of the better safeties in the the NFL now. So, no, I'm I'm not a talent scout, and I really, really trust these guys. But first of all, what happens if you don't? I've seen a lot of people being like, like, if, like I, I, I trust what the what the scouts and what less you. Okay, what? But if you don't, they're still gonna pick the same guys. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, somebody, what did? What was the comment? I'm trying to think. Somebody said something about like, like they better not screw up this pick. Like, or else what? You're just not gonna be a fan anymore. So just watch and relax. Okay, rein it in, couch GMs. Everybody needs to chill. I really feel that way. It's not our job to tell these guys how to do their job. I'm going to start doing that to you guys. I don't know where any of you guys work. I'm going to start doing it to you guys, though. Like, if you guys, if you don't give back a 10 instead of two fives, man, I'm not going to come back. Because <laughs> that's how it sounds. Uh, next question here. Tyler wants to know, who gets the third spot in wide receivers? Jefferson or your boy? And by that, he means Josh Reynolds, who is now number 11, by the way. Going back to his old college number. Um, I'm going to say Reynolds, uh, but I also think that... I don't think it's a 1-2-3 situation. Like, I don't think it's like an X, XYZ kind of situation. I think it's... just I, We've got guys who are really good wide receivers. Jefferson's played all over the place. Cup, Cup can play all over the place. Woods can play outside or inside. I think it's just all about packages, and I think we're just going to put some pe- people together. But if you're asking me who I think is going to see the field more, Jefferson or Reynolds, I'm going to go with Reynolds. I think that that, that just makes sense. Uh, McVay, he's been positive on on Reynolds. And as long as McVay is positive on somebody, I'm good. I still trust McVay. I think McVay's fine. 
I think we I we kind of backed ourselves a little bit into a corner cap wise and stuff. So we're gonna eat it for a couple of years, but overall, I think we're fine. Um, but yeah, I think I think Reynolds really plays a lot more. Out of the twenty UDFA's who stays, I think really just the guys that I named. Uh, I could see see. Uh, I would say if I had to pick a quarterback that stuck around between Bryce Perkins and Josh Love, I'd go Love. Uh, maybe a wide receiver or two. Maybe maybe one of those guys can uh, can make an impact and, and kind of stick around. Uh, the Rams obviously lost JoJo Natson, so I don't know if necessarily Simba Webster's just locked in at, at kicking punt returner, but maybe there's somebody there in this in this group that can stick around. Other than that, Eric Banks kind of jumps out to me a little bit, but not a whole lot of guys honestly jump out to me uh, as far as our UDFAs. But you never know because I did. Troy Reader didn't jump out to me, and he ended up starting a bunch of games. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's okay. It's okay to just wait and see what happens, guys. I promise it's going to be okay if you just wait and just check it out. I know that there's like no sports going on, and we're trying to just come up with topics here. But I mean, I'm not. You guys know what I'm saying. <laughs> you might not. I don't We're moving on anyway. This one comes from David. Who shares most carries? Henderson slash Brown or Henderson slash Akers? I'm actually going I'm going with an option you didn't give me. I'm going Akers-Brown. I think that that is the combo. I think Akers and Brown is the combo. Not Henderson and Brown, not Henderson and Akers. I think it's Brown and Akers. I think overall Brown is like the day one starter. I think he's the first running back we see. But I think Henderson gets in there a little bit, but I think I think Akers probably gets in a little bit more. So yeah, I think uh, I think Akers Acres Brown is the uh, I think that's the tandem. I really do. Next question here from David. Three kickers, that's all it says. And he yelled it. Three kickers! First of all, yeah, three kickers. That's not that big of a deal. Uh, the Rams did this when Greg Zorline got hurt. They brought in three guys. Cairo Santos is the one that uh, that made the team. We got to see him in Denver. That cold, snowy day in Denver. Week 6, 2018. It's October 11th, I believe. Good times. Oh, man, what good times that was. If I met you that day, just know I will never forget you. That was the best day ever. I had so much fun. Snowing so hard all morning. I was outside. I showed up at the tailgate at like 9 a.m. I left at about 7 p.m. I had to wait for the Rams buses to leave, obviously. We don't get the Rams in, in Colorado very often, except for they were, that was this, uh, the first time they were here that year. That was pretty cool because they uh, actually practiced in my hometown, Colorado Springs. Yeah. At the Air Force Academy. That was really cool. Really cool. It didn't really matter because I didn't run into anybody except for Miles Simmons. <laughs> I convinced Miles Simmons to, uh, to stop by my work, which was cool. But yeah, three kickers, man. Uh, I don't see, I don't really think that that's that big of a deal. I, we lost Greg Zerline, who's the second all-time leading scorer in Rams history. So we kind of need something there, man. We'll just let him battle it out. And this last one comes from Cody. How good is Ramsey? Is he still a, a top two cornerback in our scheme? Or is it a lot of hype? First of all, Ramsey played amazing for the Rams last year. He played great. Uh... A lot of people are going to say that he didn't get the stats or anything like that. Well, no, duh, he didn't get the stats because no one was throwing his way. He was covering his guy. So I'm not I'm not super worried about it. I think Rams is going to be awesome. Uh, I don't know if the Rams are going to extend him this offseason or not. I'm very confused about that. We'll see what happens. Uh, if they do, I think it'll be a true extension where it won't impact the 2020 cap. But there'll be some interesting uh, uh, contracts given out with uh, with all this COVID stuff going on. Brovid-19, or Blovid-19, as I have uh, heard some people refer to it as. I've been calling friends Brovid-19. Um, not very classy, but, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to stay positive, right? Leave me alone. I got, I got my own methods. That does it for the fan casos, though. And that is going to do it for me. Make sure you guys follow everywhere, first of all. You follow all over the place, all your favorite social media, including TikTok. Ram Showcase has a TikTok. I'll put another one up today. There's only been one up, and it's pretty old now. So, because I hate it, I'll be honest with you guys. I hate TikTok with my entire heart. But I'm gonna, I'm just gonna power through it. I'll give it like another three months. If I still hate it, then I'll delete it. 
but you never know. I'm trying to I'm trying to reach that younger audience. I need those Gen Zers, you know. There's too many millennials listening to me. I'm a millennial. I'm just complaining all the time. It's all that happens. I'm one of those weird ones with work ethic, though. Not a lot of us. That's gonna do it for me. Though. Oh yeah, I forgot to shout out my social media at Ram Showcase on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere else. And you can follow me at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, everywhere else. Uh, Facebook as well. There's pages there you can follow. Uh, the TikTok, the TikTok. If you guys are young, you're like, if I have any 14 year olds listening to me, <laughs> I'll follow the Ram Showcase on TikTok. If uh, for everybody else, don't because it's not worth it. It's not worth it to get a TikTok. Uh, just to, to watch my short 15 second videos. It's not worth it. You can just watch the whole thing. That's better. It's better that way. Now that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you that aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening and you guys have a great night. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.